What if you could be doing something smarter with your money that creates income now? If you're wanting to get ahead financially and enjoy greater freedom of choice, if you want a comfortable retirement and you know you'll have more choices if you can do more with your money now, if you've wondered who else is creating ways to make their money work for them and you want actionable ideas with honest pros and cons and no fluff, welcome to the Richer Geek Podcast. We're here helping people find creative ways to build wealth and financial freedom. I'm Mike Stoller, and in this podcast, you'll hear from others who are already doing these things and learn how you can too. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Richer Geek. We are uh, all glad to welcome Landon and Taria Harris. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Great, thank you. You're well, yeah. And uh, you're owners of Creekside Developments, and uh, you are future land barons. Is that right? <laughs> that is the goal. <laughs> That's the goal. Um, let's start from the beginning. You, you've, you know, it's kind of funny. I was reading your bio. You, you started in. You did some homes and things like that. And you're like going, nah, I don't, you know. So tell us about, give us a story that's going to make, probably make me chuckle because I've probably done it and been there and done that. Uh, how'd you get started? Yeah, so we pretty much, we started in residential real estate. I mean, just like everybody else, you know, we, we had rented houses and, um, you know, having tenants and dealing with the tenants and the headaches of having a tenant and, you know, they call you in the middle of the night, toilets busted and you need to get over there and fix it or pipes are busted, um, you know, and all the headaches that go with it. I mean, a million stories out there. Um, and it started to transition for us a little bit and we were looking to kind of switch out of uh, uh, rentals and move more into flipping homes. And so we started uh, flipping homes and we pretty much we got into flipping homes and uh, did a few deals and realized that you know the capital that you have to come up with um, and and some of the headaches you have to deal with with contractors and um, getting everything to the other permits and everything um, it, it was a big headache it was a big headache yeah you know um, everybody you know I always tease that everybody watches HGTV too much yeah. Yeah. And man, what they can do in an hour episode is just amazing, right? Uh, none of that is based on reality. Oh. And, you know, most, to me, the fix and flip is probably the riskiest business that you can go to in, in real estate because it's 100% speculation. You know, most of, the, most of the time when you're starting out, you're going to do fix and flips because that's what tv tells you to do well mm -hmm. how are you going to come up with the capital hard money yeah you know uh at what percent interest you know and then you hope that after you buy the house put in all the money you can sell it well mm -hmm. the percentages in in of what you get in the amount in the amount of time Man, that's a big hassle, you know, for just that much money. Yeah. Uh, so I, I agree with you. It's uh, listen, you hear that, listeners? 
don't don't pay attention to HGTV. It doesn't work. Um, the only thing it's good is that it gets people into real estate. Um, now, tell me about what got you started in real estate. What were you know? What were you doing beforehand? And then all of a sudden, it's like going, "Hey, I want to get into real estate." What What was that moment for you? I I think we both. Like, so Landon's family owned a lot of real estate from his grandparents, his his mom. They they owned a lot of real estate. My grandparents owned a lot of real estate in California. So it was almost innate for us. We we grew up around real estate. Um, my grandparents owned apartment buildings and mm. things like that. So we were familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up getting my real estate license in Georgia and thought, you know, this would be cool. Um, and so when we got married, we were like we both love real estate. Let's just, you know, continue. (laughs) Although we both had, you know, day jobs as well. um, We still kind of did that on the side. And our goal was, you know, we know we wouldn't make enough money to live the way we wanted to live just off our day jobs. So it was more from a supplemental um, and, you know, putting away money for a great retirement for us. It's kind of how we started. Right. Yeah. And I I think that is, you know, our listeners that are going to be listening to this podcast they can really relate to that it's um you know do i want to keep working for somebody yeah you know that's the big thing and you know my personality is like you know you know (laughs) you know unless i'm the boss you know (laughs) Uh, and and i think a lot of people that way you know are, are that way and whether it's general partners like you, you know, the person who actually does it or your investors who are passive. I think everyone's working towards that end goal yeah. to where they can eventually retire yeah. or replace their income. And instead of retiring, you're switching into being your own boss, Correct. which is the best thing, right? Because then you don't have to retire, mm-hmm. right? Because then you can just get people working for you and they can be 80 years old and just get money from the real estate. That's all. That's our goal. Um, So you did, you know, um, some single family, you did the tenants Mm -hmm. and uh, some fix and flips. And then you went into land. Is that? Yeah. So um, no tenants with the land. Was that why you did it? Yeah, we, you know, we, we jumped into, uh, you know, we heard a podcast and uh, everybody else and we just started listening um, and heard this great podcast from a guy um, and, and talking about land and flipping land. And it was like, that's interesting. So <laughs> looked into it a little deeper and um, we got involved into learning how to do it. And it was the the amount of capital that you had to come with was so much less, so much less. And then the, the percentages were so much greater. I mean, you're, you're Forex and your money. Um, so it made simple, it made a simple, uh, plan and easy way to do it. So Mm -hmm. we jumped right in and, you know, we've, we've been doing this for a few years now and it's, it's just growing and, going through the roof for us what are some of the what are some of the benefits of land over other types of you you mentioned easier to get into as far as capital right right 
Yeah. Um, you, the one big thing that you don't have to deal with, you don't deal with any tenants. I mean, <laughs> it, it's raw land. There is nothing on it. And, you know, we, we have, uh, we basically finance the properties um, for, for our buyers and it's on an automated note service. And so basically mm-hmm. it's, it's like if uh, someone's buying a car, you, mm-hmm. you pay on it until you uh, pay it off and then you get the, uh, the deed or the car note and uh, yeah. own the title. So basically we do the same thing with land. So you, you pay off the property and then at the end of it, you get the deed. Are you buying off of uh, MLSs? Are you buying notes? Are you, you buying distressed? You know, what kind of land are you buying? So we, we buy just raw vacant land directly from the owners. So we send out mailers, campaigns. We make mm-hmm. offers to purchase their property. Um, they respond back. We do our due diligence on the back end. Um, send them over a deed, they sign it, we cut them a check, we own the property. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, another really good advantage is, you know, every now and then we'll have a buyer who, you know, they can't make their note and yeah. we'll work with them. And, but the foreclosure process is literally a certified letter, you know, mm-hmm. we have foreclosed and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, we then market the property again and, and sell it all mm-hmm. over again. So there are no real legal drawn out legal processes when someone is unable to you know, fulfill their end of the contract. Okay. Yeah. So that was the, my next question on what you're doing with the land, whether you're buying and holding it, you're flipping it. Um, you know, are you buying large enough parcels where you, you divide them and then flip them? You know, what, what are you doing with the land? Yeah, we, we typically don't. So it, right now, currently where we are, we'll buy anything from, 0.2 acres, you know, somewhere in California, all the way up to maybe 20, 15, 20 acres yeah. in Colorado. Um, generally, we don't go through the process of trying to, you know, separate it out. We will mm-hmm. sell all 20 acres um, mm-hmm. if they are 20 acres. If they're like, you know, four contiguous, you know, five acres, we'll market mm-hmm. it both ways. Um, you can buy five acre, you can buy 10, 15, or, you know, 20. Um, but we buy it as is and we sell it as is we typically don't do any improvements to it we, we don't we don't you don't even see the land so right. buy it and then we turn around and sell it we have some who want to pay cash for it which is fine but i'd say about 90 percent of our buyers uh, we finance right and all of our titles are clean and clear so as we sell it um you know the owner the ultimate owner ends up with a clean clear property that they you know they're able to build or camp or do whatever they want to do on it it becomes theirs yeah uh, so it's nice you're going nationwide if you see anything in arizona let me know well, there's plenty out there's there. a lot <laughs> well well yeah there's a lot of land there and, is a lot of land there's and, a lot of available land we could we could tell you about for sure yeah but there has to be a road you know, yes. There has to be. Yeah. I mean, oh, there's a lot of desert. Picky. Okay, you're picky. <laughs> I am picky. You know, it's uh, you know, it's 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 hard if you don't have contacts. It's hard to get land if you don't know how to find the land. You know, if I needed, you know, ten acres to build a storage facility or another hotel or something like that, well, I can't look in around Phoenix and Scottsdale because it's going to be a million dollars an acre. You know, I mean, it's going to be um, you know, it, very expensive, but along the, who owns, you know, along the different highways and things like that, you know, in between the, the cities, 
Um, so, you know, for all of our listeners, if you're looking for land, you know, they have some ends. They can probably find uh, ways. So, yes, if you find something like that, let me know. Um, now, how are you? This is what's interesting because you're one of the few wives, husbands, don't kill me. You're one of the few married couples that I've seen that are working together and it seems like it's working. I mean, you're not <laughs> on the outside. You guys are laughing and having fun and you guys are working. So I'm like, okay, what is that like? You know, you guys are in business together and I just know that everyone's laughing, you know, saying, oh yeah, that's the, that's yeah, you know, the quick, <laughs> what's the quickest way to divorce? You know, right. going to business with your spouse. You know, you know <laughs> we get along pretty well anyway. Um, but for the most part, we kind of have the the, the company kind of divvied up. Um, yeah. You know, she does a lot of the automations and, and a lot of the systems and um, she's very good about it, the processes and, and how, how that goes together. I, by nature, I'm just not. <laughs> I have no problem stepping out of the way and just letting that, you know, that's her, that's what she wants to run. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where I don't mind getting on the phone and I'll, you know, I'll talk to a customer and, you know, we'll jam, chum it up and get to know them. And, and you know, it works for us in that way. Um, so we kind of have defined roles. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, every now and then we'll step on each other's toes, but for the most part, More we so, know. I step on his toes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm in my it lane happens. 99% of the time. I, I stay yeah. in my lane, but every now and then he's like, uh, no, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. my lane. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you have the turn signal on, get back over. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> in, in the beginning, uh, we had to set some boundaries though, because yeah. by nature, my husband is a workaholic and he's all in all the time time and so we had to set some rules and boundaries like okay look once we get in the bed we're not talking about land like when we're on vacation we're not talking about land so it was a matter of just kind of setting up putting him in time out a couple times (laughs) and establishing you know clear defined roles and then clear defined boundaries to where business was off limits because it began to consume everything yeah (laughs) and that's and it was and that's a fair point i mean it, it can is you work in a business. I mean, you, any business you work in, you're pushing, you want to do really well at it, you want to be successful. And it, it can take over everything mm-hmm. um, if you let it. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, our relationship is way more important than anything. So that's something that we tried to make sure it was like, all right, nothing comes before that. But yeah, we still want to do well. <laughs> and so, yeah. so we, had, we, have our, we have our boundaries. Yeah, that's good. And yeah, it, it is stressful when you have notes due and you have to make payments and, and uh, you have investors that are asking you questions. So it does get stressful. So it's it's nice that you're you've found your lanes mm-hmm. and uh, you've you've made it work. Now uh, you're taking on investors. You are um, primarily in joint ventures right now. Um so how's it work? You know, you guys are finding the land and then you bring on some investors. They help you with the down payments. Is that how it works? And then you purchase the land or are they, what are you doing right now? So we have, 
we have a, a lot of different strategies, mm -hmm. um, I think, that kind of go into play. And it, and it depends on the investor. Um, mm -hmm. Some investors, uh, they may come to you and they say, hey, I've got $20,000. You know, here's $20,000. I want to make 20 15% on my return. Mm -hmm. Fine. Some investors, they come and they may want to go half and half with you, you know, and so you, you put in your half, they put in their half, or, or maybe it's a simple as, hey, you market and sell it, I'll, I'll back it with the money. So there's just different ways that we, we structure deals um, sometimes. And it, with the different investors that we have, we try to make it fit uh, according to that investor and, you know, what they feel comfortable with. I mean, everybody's got a different feel with what they, you know, want to do with their money. Um, but we also try to make sure we do that. Some yeah. want like, quarterly dividends. Mm -hmm. um, some want, you know, a percentage of the notes we take on every month. And mm -hmm. so they get paid monthly. So like Landon said, we're, we're kind of flexible. We, we kind of work to uh, whatever is going to work best for that investor. Right. Yeah, I think that's the, the advantage of doing joint ventures and doing one-on-one and you know, having one investor at a time or, or one or two, they can do their LLCs, you do your LLC, and then you go into a joint venture and, and it's, you can change it. You know, it's a little bit different when you get into the larger ones. Um, if you decide to do, you know, syndications in the future where you have 20 investors and well, and you know, this is it and this is what you're going to get. And, right. and you can't change anything like that. You, there's, there's no favoritism within syndications. It's, very rigid, very strict, where you have a lot more flexibility within JVs. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and that is, I would do those as long as you can until you say, oh man, there's 200 acres here for, you yeah, know. That's exactly. when it gets it. Yeah. You know, and that's when you're like, oh, well, okay, now I need yes, yeah. millions of dollars. Yeah, the, the big capital, and you're going to need, once you start getting into a lot of investors in one deal, then. Right. Yeah, that's when it yeah. gets fun. Well, then you have to have those rules and, and, and guidelines in place. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. and a team. You're yeah. right. That's <laughs> and and a team. Yeah. And primarily you do that because the it's to protect your investor and to protect yourself. And that's when you need that that paperwork that does that. And then how you market it. Right. Because um, as long as you're doing the JVs, you know, you can we can sit here and talk about this stuff. Um, but as soon as you want to start advertising and things like that and get investors now you're getting into some sec stuff correct uh, you know where you have to be careful yeah. so uh where can people find you you have, you have a website yeah we have a website it is creekside developments with an s.com yeah. creekside developments.com mm -hmm. and All your base information is on there yeah and uh anything that you're planning on doing this year what are your plans? Um, our goals for this year have been um, we want to double our one our passive income, um, mm -hmm. and we we I think we did forty deals last year. We're looking to try to do eighty this year. Um, so that's that's part of our goal. We're half, we, we're on track to do yeah, it. So far, we're <laughs> we're, we're, we're coming up close to it. So we we definitely want to uh, do that, and we're we're now beginning to get to a stage where we will begin to uh, climb to these a little bit bigger properties. Um, that's, that's kind of our, our next step um, is to elevate up a little bit, 
grab some bigger properties, sell them for a whole lot more. So <laughs> perfect. Add a few more people to our team. I think currently we have about seven, about seven, yeah. seven, eight people mm -hmm. um, on our team now. So we want to kind of grow that. So we right now we might work maybe an hour if a that a day on the business, and we have a team that kind of does all of the other things for us. So we want to scale that back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Break it down to fifteen minutes, maybe if right. necessary. Well, that'd be say, nice. Yeah, exactly. We can work an hour a week and yeah. vacation the rest. <laughs> <laughs> that is the goal. That yeah, I'm not. Goal. I'm not there yet. <laughs> I work too much. I work too much fun, but uh, yeah. Well, guys, it's been a pleasure. I uh, thank you for coming on. Now, listen, everybody. It is CreeksideDevelopments.com. That's how you can go. You learn about these two future land barons. And if you're interested in doing any joint ventures, it here's the thing. It's not like getting into hotels or multifamily or large, large portfolios of homes. These It doesn't take a lot of money to start investing. And you can see some really good returns. And I guarantee you the returns, um, I should never say guarantee. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would give me trouble. Um, the returns should be a lot more than the 0.08% that you're getting in your savings account where your exactly. cash is right now. So, uh, guys, I thank you so much for coming on and have a uh, wonderful afternoon. Thanks for tuning in to the Richard Geek Podcast where we're helping others find creative ways to build wealth and financial freedom. For today's show notes, including all the links and resources from our show and more information about our guests, visit us at www.therichardgeek.com slash podcast. And don't forget to jump over to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts and hit the subscribe button. Share with others benefit from listening and leave a rating and review to get the podcast in front of more eyes i appreciate you and thanks for listening